2: Well, uh, I've got some sad and probably not true news to relate, I'm afraid. Uh, Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. Sure, he does. Oh, oh, do we need to self-isolate him? In a nice apartment in Malibu. Sure, okay. Thanks to uh, Jason and Owen in Tucson, Arizona for that fabulous introduction there. Good morning, everybody. Uh, how was your weekend? Did it all properly sink in? Yeah. Have you run out of jobs around the house yet? How's your cutlery drawer? Hashtag us your drawers. Uh, you're welcome to come around. If you want, you can do mine. Uh, I've got lots of jobs for you. I tried to make corn cakes at the weekend. Uh, you cannot conceive of how much boiling dried corn takes. I'm thinking about making a, uh, a corn cracker thing a, like a, 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 Not as in corn cakes, as in a thing to break up dried popping corn I saw you can, uh, you can adapt a paper shredder to Turn it into a corn cracker Why am I doing this? This is crazy This is where we've got to now Anyway, uh, it's good. You know, we're, we're in safe hands. The government is bailing out individuals and businesses. Uh, still not much in the way of provision for podcasters for all the life-saving, selfless work we do. <clears throat> uh, but uh, is it time to look at the flip side? Is there anything that maybe is in line for a little taxation? Uh, are, are we? Are we all in this together? Google? Apple? Amazon? Anyone? Any chance you guys might pay a little bit of that profit back? Since you haven't remotely paid the tax that morally you ought to have had for years now? How cruel. I mean, how bitterly cruel that the only companies that stand to profit from us all sitting alone, isolated in little cells, are the ones that pay no tax. Amazon, Google, Apple, all of them are going to do very nicely out of the coronavirus. Shouldn't the world's governments unite and do something if they won't voluntarily? And here's another tax idea. How about a disaster windfall tax? Shall we have a chat about Crispin O'Day? So he's uh, an investor, a banker. Uh, He personally handles £4 billion of people's money. He himself has a net worth of £775 million and... Uh, So what he does, what he's notorious for doing, is effectively betting that the economy is going down, that businesses are going to fold. So he bets against banks that he thinks are going to sink like a stone. Uh, Some people say that this thing, this this shorting thing, you basically buy shares and then you sell them back and you make a profit. I I can't remember exactly how it works. But uh, people are quite critical of it because sometimes it can artificially depress the value of a share thereby triggering a sell-off and triggering the collapse of a company. Uh, It can do that. Uh, Mr O'Day, he's wonderful, looks very kissable and dreamy. Uh, He's a long-time critic of the effects of trillions of dollars of central bank stimulus, because the last thing we want is an attempt to disperse money more evenly and fairly. I'm sure if he was here, he would say something about, well, it can actually give rise to inflation. People are desperate! They don't all have 775 million in the bank. Uh, He uh, said recently, with the coronavirus going on, the market hasn't been this interesting since 2008. It's not interesting. That's like the Chinese proverb may you live in interesting times. Going into March, I was down 12% for the year, but my fund is now between 18 and 20%
1: up for the year.
2: <laughs> That's uh, his coital noise, just in case you don't know him that intimately. Uh, in 2008, to celebrate doing very well out of the crash, uh, he built himself a chicken coop. It cost £150,000. And with the coronavirus crash, he made £115 million. So how about we have a tax, I'm going to suggest quite a hefty tax, on any profits derived from the literal misfortune of other people? Other people are stepping up. The rich are realising that maybe they should muck in a little bit. Roman Abramovich has uh, said to the NHS, doctors and nurses can stay at the Millennium Hotel uh, at Chelsea Football Club's ground in West London over the next two months free of charge. Millennium Hotel. I mean, Millennium is just synonymous with not a very good product, is it? I remember uh, Christmas Eve... 1999, I think, I needed food and I ended up ordering a pizza from Millennium Kebab in Croydon. It was like the only place that was open. Synonymous with good quality. Uh, Millennium, the Millennium Hotel. Anyway, uh, maybe, maybe, Chris O'Day, Day, you know, would he he follow uh, in the Russian oligarch's example there with his 775 million? Uh, Here's what he said. He was actually asked. He was asked and what he said was i haven't been approached yet but i would be happy to help um okay i'm approaching i'm asking i do forward this on to him if you know any uh, you know six degrees of separation and all that i'm asking you crispin put 300 million into the nhs to support the staff okay that's less than half your money you've still got scads of money you couldn't possibly spend okay less than half you've been asked i'd, I'd be happy to help it in some way yes if only, if only we could think of some way what ah oh, let's have a look at what you've got 775 million in the bank oh is there any oh how could you help uh, i could make some biscuits Well done. Thank you for everything you've done for the country. Thank you for all the money you put into the Vote Leave campaign. Thank you, Crispin O'Day. I love you, Crispin O'Day. Uh, Anyway, it's time for a bit of a house party, guys, uh, because it's one special guy's birthday today. It's Neil Green, uh, avid duty listener. Uh, He's 44 today, everyone. 44. Um, The House Party app has been doing fairly brisk business. It's an app where, you know, you and your mates, I love it when they put mates in marketing speak, uh, can all hook up uh, of over the phone with a, it's just a video group chat. It's FaceTime. I don't really understand, like, it? what, what can you offer us? What's your USP here? Because you, it's not like, it's not like a real house party. You can't show up with a vodka bottle filled with water and then drink everybody else's booze. You can't, it's very little chance of getting your bits interfered with. Then again, I guess you could just have it on your phone, prop it up on a pillow, lie in bed, drink something nice that you don't have to share with anyone, and then interfere with yourself, and then, you know, do the rolling over and going to sleep of shame. I guess. At any rate, uh, happy birthday, Neil. Maybe we'll try and uh, we'll try and recreate a birthday because he was sad. He couldn't go out. He couldn't celebrate in any way. So here we go. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Hey, Neil's here. Hey, legends. Oh, nice gaff, Neil. I like your house. Oh, sorry, Neil. Oh, has that been in the family long, is it? There goes the telly, mate. Oh, no. What are you going to do now? Everyone, Neil's got to self isolate without a telly. Ah, Anyway, let us continue to adapt and survive. Let's do some homeschooling now. Uh, Over the weekend, I think it was Carenza suggested that we uh, set up the Not Today Thank You Homeschool. So here it is. Yes, they're not today. Thank you, school is open. And uh, thanks so much to all our volunteer teachers who have sent some little clips of audio uh, with their little lessons for us. Uh, it being a Monday morning, uh, I suppose we should heap on the misery and disappointment with maths <laughs> from David. Here he is, Mr. Roll. So, quick little bit of numbers for you. If, say, you
0: wanted to add up all the numbers from 1 to 10, yeah. all you would do, instead of going 1 plus 2 is 3, 3 plus 3 is 6, dot, 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 yeah is take the number 10, uh-huh. add 1 to it, you uh-huh. get 11, uh-huh. and then times those two numbers together. 10 times 11 is 110. Uh-huh. Then divide it by 2, you get uh-huh. 55. And that's the answer.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The numbers from 1 to 10 add up to 55. Uh-huh. And it's the same with anything. If you want to know how to add all the numbers from 1 to a certain number, uh-huh. you take that number, you add 1 to it, multiply it by the original number, and divide by
2: 2. Uh-huh. So, one to a thousand, oh. a thousand times a thousand and one is a million one thousand. Yeah, that's impossible. Then divide that by two and you get five hundred thousand, five hundred. I, I, the one to ten one was good. A thousand times a thousand and one, that's impossible. I might as well sit there and count. Thanks very much, uh, Mr. Olt, for uh, that maths lesson. Uh, tomorrow we'll have Spanish with Miss Lane. Miss Lane, can go toilet. The Not Today, thank you, school will uh, reopen tomorrow. If you would like to send us a little 30-second long... Whoops, lesson. That's my uh, little bamboo whistle there. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you can do. You can email it to nottodayatswanburst.com. Uh, on any... Subject of your choosing. Uh, Don't worry that David, Mr. Roll, sorry, Mr. Roll, done maths. You can do maths as well if you want. We've got another maths lesson later on in the week from somebody else. Um, Anyway, thanks to everyone who sent stuff in. I'm looking forward to all of those lessons. Uh, We'll have some other nice treats across the week. I'm hoping to uh, speak to some not-today-thank-you foreign correspondents. If you live in a foreign country and you fancy chatting about the... date of things in your country uh you can get in touch it's not today at swanburst.com or you can uh, tweet a not today pod on the twitters there uh it's time though now for this yes it's time once more to play the game where guessing phrases from pictorial clues can win you three pounds signs in a row with a superfluous apostrophe and an s it's time for turn of phrase and here's today shall we reveal the square uh gem has of course uh, put this together for us uh, he's drawn it what the turn of phrase the drawing represents is i don't know Uh, And it's my job to guess. So uh, if we could reveal uh, this morning's square, please, and I'll uh, have my first guess of the week. Okay, here it is. Oh, boy. Uh, Apparently the phrase this week is topical and was selected by Jonathan. By Jonathan. Thank you very much, Jonathan. Well, the first square is the bottom left. (sighs) And it looks like a tail, and I suspect it's a weasel thing. Oh, what is that? It looks like the same as last week. <laughs> no, no criticism against Jem, who's done all of this for free uh, in his his own time. Time he could spend with his family and children, making precious memories. Uh, okay, well, it's um, it's a wagging tail. There's no question; it's a wagging tail, and there's a foot there. But I'm guessing that Mister Crisps, ah, Mister Crisps, ah, what's he up to? Uh, he looks like I, I'm going to guess he's sitting down. That's purely speculative. It looks like an upturned foot to me. So there's a weasel there. Uh, wag the dog. Dog. Like a dog. Dog. How is it topical? What's going on top? Self-isolation. No idea. Hot dog. Nope. Nope. It's not happening. Uh, We'll have the next square revealed tomorrow because um, if there's one thing you guys like, it's a crushing sense of inevitability.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
0: Right at home.
1: Go to prettilitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
2: I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm having some internet issues. At the moment, it seems people have been in panic buying my internet. Uh, so I might not be able to bring many of the tweets to you today, but I can get the emails. And let's tell David's Patrick Moore story, shall we? Uh, he, he's been promising this for some time. It's a bit like Jem's uh, arm break story about the time he broke his arm. Go casting. Sorry to uh, make you wince with that memory. Again, David. Gem. Anyway, here's the Patrick Moore story from David. The year was 2002. Tony Blair was into his second term as prime minister and the Queen was celebrating her golden jubilee and a mysterious respiratory epidemic broke out in China. Well, I don't think we can relate to that. David says, "'I was a happy-go-lucky student of the mathematical arts, "'happily wending my way to an audition for Godspell.'" Blimey, you're in a dark place. Uh, The audition itself went well and I was confident of being offered a part. I had, however, lined up two auditions that day and meandered off to the other building to try out for a role in Galileo, The True Story, which was being put together, curiously enough, by the University Astronomical Society. Astronomical Society. Sound like the woman in New Life and the Sun. Do you watch that programme? Oh, it's wonderful. New Life in the Sun. It's about people going setting up a restaurant or a scuba diving company in, abroad. And this one woman who's just running a restaurant and the customs always right. And that's a fact. Yeah, I've had a drink. I'm gonna enjoy myself. I thought she was great. Anyway, let's press on. <clears throat> the recollections of that were dim, says David, but one thing I do recall, eighteen years later, is that I wasn't the first person to have been going for a part in Godspell and just dropping by on the way back to see what this was all about. This is the Galileo, the true story. What is Galileo, the true story? Anyway, the audition over, I awaited results. Not long after, Chris, then just an undergraduate and not the fully fledged presenter of the sky at night that he is now, Chris Lintot, emailed to say that I'd been given the part of Cardinal Bellarmine in the musical and asked whether I would take it. Godspell hadn't yet got back to me, so I figured I'd take it and see where it led. I can see where this is going. This is going to be just like my trip to Edinburgh in 2009. Uh, The rehearsal process is similarly a distant memory, but I remember that we were very excited that Sir Patrick Moore himself would be the narrator of all but one of the performances. As the performance dates came closer, costumes started to materialise, and as my part was that of the vino-sloshing cardinal... I just heard uh, Jerry from The Good Life in my head. I would be adorned with a pectoral cross that was made from a corkscrew with its arms glued outwards. Because, like, symbolic? Like, do you get it? Like, it's clever. Come the performances, and we completely sold out the small theatre very quickly, as you may expect, with such a luminary as the narrator. One performance is notable for setting off the fire alarm when we were evacuated to the Market Square, where we decided to carry on in character... Oh, with the Grand Inquisitor chasing Galileo around the bemused market traders. Oh, I bet they loved it. That was in the spring, and we got together for a couple more performances in June, in one of which my wine was swapped for concentrated vimto, and the more I quaffed, the greener I got, apparently. It was all a bit of a sugary haze to me. Wow, that's hardcore. That's, yeah. Anyway, it was later that we were emailed and asked if we wanted to reprise our roles in the summer, staying at Patrick Moore's house itself. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. "'In the giddy haze of fame and philosophy, everyone agreed, "'and we found ourselves newly printed Summer Tour 2002 t-shirts in hand "'at Farthings in Chelsea.' "'The house itself was fairly unassuming, "'but for the telescopes outside dotted around the place. "'On arriving at the front door, we were told that Sir Patrick's cats "'were house cats only, and therefore a cat lock system was in place.' When entering or leaving the house, we would have to go through two consecutive doors, one of which had to be closed so that no cats could escape. He was an affable and generous gentleman. Good. Allowed the cast and crew access to his entire home, showed us the xylophones, telescopes and so forth. <laughs> and these are my uh, telescopes and, and these are my xylophones. Hop, <coughs> <Hup>.
0: Ha! Ha <Ha-ha>.
2: ha! <coughs> we took it in turns to cook for the full complement of 27 people my team prepared a spicy sausage jambalaya followed by my favorite dessert of banana ice cream and homemade chocolate sauce. <laughs> homemade chocolate sauce. I I I make some of that. And went to the beach most days. We did readings of some of his other works and generally had a fun time. One particular memory I have is of a medical cabinet which showcased various war medals and other such decorations. He pointed to a small medal in the middle of the cabinet and told us of how many journalists he'd asked to identify it and how they'd failed to do so. Turns out he'd pulled it from a Christmas cracker. (laughs) We performed the show in the nearby Chichester High School for boys, for the general public, but it was at the end of the week that we had a performance in the back garden. (laughs) I'll have one of those. To which his friends were invited. It was after this performance that Brian May and Anita Dobson wait how could you tell which was which told me that they particularly enjoyed my singing and dancing and dearest reader well that's me i guess he means dearest listener too godspell did end up offering me a role but they were too late and i'm glad they were next time i'll recount the tale of how i unwittingly performed shakespeare for prince and princess michael of kent on an island palace in india blimey with apologies for length Though no one's complained before. There we go. David from Rip On the City, not the Yarns. Thanks very much, David. Uh, that was great. We've got lots of stuff to get through. I don't know if we can... going uh, to. Hmm, uh, Laurie and Jeff have been in touch. Well, they wanted to talk to Amel. Should we do an Ask Amel or something? Anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> Laurie and Jeff have dropped us a line and you can too. It is standard BBC Locum at bbc.co.uk. Hi Amol, great to know that you are out and about taking care of business and I believe there is a greater opportunity coming. Think about supply chains in August September. It seems unlikely that the farmers in Spain, Italy And France, having been locked down throughout the summer, will be in a position to ship the usual quantities of delicious fruit, veg and salad. Perhaps they would prefer to sell what they have in markets that have not recently told them to stick their EU. My solution, dig for victory. Fortunately, there is a window of opportunity between now and Easter to get the seed in the ground. I did that once. We only need to find a few playing fields that are not being used over the next several months. And a grateful nation awaits. I expect you agree. I've been to the garden centre and bought every packet of carrot seed I could find. Hire a rotavator and meet me in Wembley at midnight on Saturday. Regards, Jeff. Thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. That's a good idea. I actually did some planting yesterday. Planted some dills, some basil, some tomatoes, and some nasturtiums. Do love a nasturtium leaf or two. Maybe a flower in my salad. Uh, I think we should leave it there. This has gone very long. Um, there's so much to get through tomorrow, and uh, I, will, uh, I will get there. So many uh, emails and tweets, and that's brilliant. Thank you. Keep them coming. Not today at Swanburst.com or at not today pod on Twitter. Uh, take care of yourselves. I hope uh, you're doing well. Right. And as I say, don't don't worry about the home schooling thing. Alright, the sun is shining where I am. Just enjoy it. Just just have some fun. Okay, just just have some fun. I'm giving you permission. Me, Amoradin. Standard BBC Locum at BBC.com.uk. Right, goodbye. Cheerio, all the best. Love you, bye. Goodbye. Okay,